Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Higher Journeys Radio. I am your host, Alexis Brooks. And you know what? Uh, If you've heard my little commentary I call conscious commentary, I typically say after the show. Well, guess what? This isn't going to be after the show today. This is based on a little epiphany I had today that I thought I'd just share with you. So it is still technically conscious commentary, but there's no show other than this one that you're listening to. Here's the topic, and here's a story that I'd like to share with you that will illuminate the topic, and it is intuition, and why ignoring your intuition can actually be the best teacher. You know, there's nothing like experience uh, for me to to get messages through. We are constantly having a variety of experiences, some we might consider to be uh, good, some we may consider to be pretty crazy and everything in between. But I think it's fair to say that experience can always be a teacher. Let experience be your guide. Of course, that's where that that little phrase came from. So here's a little intuitive experience that I had. And I got to tell you, it was in ignoring my intuition, which I've done umpteen times, that made me think about how I get intuition. Now, you have you all have heard me talk about intuition before. I just think it is an absolutely extraordinary uh, and innate aspect to the human psychology and the human spirit. And yet we in this society uh, are loathed to embrace it is what I, what I think is going on. And yet I'm finding that more and more people are wanting to understand First of all, they, I think they're they're starting to realize that intuition is real, although not tangible. It is a faculty that we all have in common, although it's very different for people. And so, for I should say, for uh, it's different for different people. And that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, but what I had started to say is that people are starting, I think, because there are so many challenges that life is sort of hurling at people these days from every perceivable angle that they're starting to rely on less conventional means for solutions. And intuition is definitely one of those things. That's what I'm hearing from you all. So here's a little kind of a fun, (laughs) what I call the trickster aspect of intuition that I got just today. And it has to do with Clams Casino. Clams Casino. I love to cook, by the way. had a great meal that I prepared for my husband and I yesterday. We had uh, this lovely uh, sort of, uh, what would I call it? Tomato crusted or sun-dried tomato crusted cod along with Clams Casino, which is one of my husband's favorite. So we had some, we made plenty of it, had some leftover and he's gone off to work. I'm here thinking, ooh, I can dip into this Clams Casino. There's probably about a half a dozen left. I think I'm going to have myself a few. And so I did. I proceed to go to the fridge to grab them, put them on a plate, and I put them in the microwave. Only for a minute, but about, oh, 30 seconds in, I hear pop, sizzle, and pow. (laughs) Those are the only sound effects I could probably lend to you to give you an idea of what was going on. It wasn't good. I opened the microwave oven and lo and behold, there's clams casino all over the inside of the microwave, up, down, side to side, er everywhere except where it was supposed to be. It was crazy. Now I had rushed obviously to grab uh, this little snack so I could get back to work here. And uh, so hadn't given it much thought about how I was going to prepare it. So it wasn't until I 
grab them out of the refrigerator. I said, oh, I'll just stick them in the microwave. It shouldn't be, shouldn't be fine. And after this little catastrophe happened, guys, it was then that I realized I heard a voice, so to speak, say, don't put them in the microwave, didn't I? Yep, you did. I did. It wasn't until I completely screwed up, essentially, that I realized I ignored my intuition, that I had an intuition to begin with. This is, to me, a a, a sticking point. I, I just love illustrations based on experience because again I think we can learn so much from them. I'm laughing because it was it was a riot. 30 seconds in or so, it was crazy. The, 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 there was this clams casino all over the place and if you've ever had clams casino, you know there's like lots of breadcrumbs and lots of different stuff in there while well, it was disintegrated. I I was able to salvage some by the way, and they were still good. But okay, so here I was and I'm like I had a I had an intuition. When did I hear, don't put them in the microwave? Well, here's what I did. I traced my steps. And this is this is the point I want to get, get to in this little segment here about how we can learn the voice of our intuition, because I do believe it's different for everyone. It's custom designed for who it is we are. And so I did. I, I traced the steps. I said, you know, I think I can learn from this because that was clearly my intuition. I, However, it wasn't until... I made the mistake that I realized that I was warned before. You call this a precognition as well. I think the terms sort of bleed into each other, depending on what we're talking about. But I traced my steps and I said, you know, I I think I got the voice. And again, I say voice. What I'm talking about is that sort of telepathic um, uh, dialogue, that inner dialogue, if you will, um, that that's not audible in most cases, uh, but clear. And I realized, I I heard, don't put them in the microwave. Hmm. So here's what I want to lend. And it's really ironic because if our intuition is meant to be used, and yet we don't necessarily recognize when it's intuition talking until we realize we've ignored it. Well, there's a conundrum, isn't it? Well, no, not necessarily. Because I think what we can do is once we recognize that we've had an intuition and ignored it, we can go back and trace our steps. And that's what I want to share with you. Uh, by the way, there's a little blog uh, post that I uh, sort of a companion to this, this little uh, audio post to give you a couple of steps that you can take to learn uh, how your intuition talks based on your failure to recognize. Here's the key thing. I want to say, and you may have heard others say this as well, a lot of us that are uh, researchers or even quasi-researchers in this field that we call extrasensory perception or ESP, that being, uh, that going with the assumption that there are senses beyond the five senses that we glean information, we can send as well as receive information. Um, And those who have uh, studied this phenomenon uh, in depth know that, well, let's say they, it seems that the, the receiving channel, the uh, psychic channel, if you will, which is a receiving channel, typically comes in three different ways. And some people say that it depends on your learning style. And that those three styles or those three uh, channels are audio, not audio, but <laughs> audible or auditory, visual, and kinesthetic, which is feeling. Auditory, visual, and kinesthetic. 
Now, if you were to look at your learning style, and I, I, I dare say that people tend toward one or the other or the other, there are three. I mean, what would it be? Are you a visual learner? Are you best when you're hearing a message or feeling? And feeling kinesthetic can be a little confusing because kinesthetic can be a, a physical sensation of feeling or a feeling of something, a gut feeling. And that's what we're going to get to here because I think this is applicable here as well. Let's go back to my little story, the Clams Casino disaster. Realized I had an intuition, realized it, I ignored it, and then seized the moment to go back and trace the steps of how the message came in. Clearly, and there are three points that I highlight. Interestingly, the message upon reflection that came in, don't put the clams in the microwave, came not as I was pulling the clams out of the refrigerator and deciding or taking action as to what I was going to do. But the moment I thought, oh, I have clams casino. I'm still sitting at my computer. I'm going to go have that for lunch. That's when that message came in. So it was clearly um, prior to going through the process of preparing this food. The second thing is it was gentle. It was so quick. It was fleeting. A whisper. And again, I, I say I heard a I heard a voice. I didn't hear a voice. It, it was clearly telepathic, but it came, I would say, through um, an auditory channel. And the third feature that I would say is, again, very, I said fleeting, just incredibly brief, too brief to measure. Okay. I'm still trying to think of a few other features. You know, I don't know that there are too many more that I need. Just that uh, these are three aspects that would lead me to believe that it was in the category. Remember, we talked about the channels being visual, auditory, kinesthetic. This was clearly, I did not see the the clams casino exploding in the microwave. I didn't get a tap on the shoulder or have a gut feeling. I it came through the auditory channel. Now, that caused me to go through several other out of many uh, ignored intuitive hits. We all have them. I'm chuckling because I, I swear it's a moment you realize you have an intuition is Oh, my God, I should have paid attention to my intuition. I ignored it. But when I went down that road and started to think of uh, other intuitive hits and the features, as much as I could recall, they all fall into, I'm going to say most of them, 90 to 95% of them fall into that auditory channel. And again, I want to be clear, these are rough channels. I'm using channels as a sort of guideline. Uh, if If it were visual, you wouldn't be seeing something form in front of you typically with your physical senses. Remember, we're talking about extrasensory perception. You would see something in your mind's eye, right? Auditory, you're not necessarily hearing something going through your eardrums. It's a telepathic uh, message. Kinesthetic, you're not necessarily feeling a tap on your shoulder, although I've, I've heard of people that do get that but you do have a feeling. So we have to keep in mind that these channels are based on uh, an extrasensory model, assuming there is such, and it seems as though there is. Mine is auditory. When I go through survey, not survey, but uh, sort of reflect on other intuitive situations, they seem to fall into that category. I have seen, I've I've gotten messages uh, or visual 
in my mind's eye. I remember asking myself this question before, am I visual, auditory, or kinesthetic in terms of my learning style? And I could swear I was all three. And it frustrated me because I thought, it seems as if uh, I should have a propensity toward one or the other, but I think I'm all three. I think you can be. But I think if you really drill down and reflect, guys, I talk about that all the time. Reflection and contemplation is so key. I think we get a lot of answers when we do that. But when I did that, I could find an, uh, what, an average or a tendency. I am probably an auditory learner. Obviously, I talk a lot. <laughs> uh, but in terms of learning, I would have, I would imagine I'm auditory. I think a lot of people are. If I, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of people uh, tend to fall into that auditory category, which is interesting. So again, take that, those three channels. It particularly remember we're talking about the failure to act on your intuition as a means by which to learn how your intuition speaks, and I have a feeling you're going to get to know your intuition pretty well. And then the next time you're going to have an intuitive hit, you're going to recognize it when you ignored it and go over the same thing. Oh boy, no, you're not. We I, Look, I also think that there is a way that we can begin to befriend that channel, that intuitive uh, friend, that intuitive um, partner, because it's there all the time. They say they are, our intuition is speaking all the time. We're barely listening. But if you make a commitment to put your intuition uh, in the driver's seat, frankly, I really do think that it will begin to uh, reach out to you knowing that you know it better. So try that. Let the failure, you know, I call it the intuitive test uh, that you fail and, and learn the most from. Failure is a teacher. So that was my teacher. I am an auditory learner, I believe. And my intuition tends to speak through my auditory channel. Try it. I would love to hear from you. I know you guys out there because I'm hearing from you. Synchronicity is, you know, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about uh, more synchronicity is happening. I have a few that I'm going to share with you, but not today. We're going to stick with the intuition thing. I think they're closely aligned. But a lot of you that are listening are, uh, have, have reached out to me and said, Alexis, my, my intuition is kicking in. My synchronicity is, is definitely... Um, it's, it's happening more. So seize that opportunity. The next time you have an intuitive hit, particularly if you ignored it, and you know, ignoring it and having whatever you were hit with come to fruition is so valuable. Do you understand what I'm saying? The moment, it wasn't until I realized, it wasn't until the glams blew up that I realized that I did get a message. So had they not blown up, I wouldn't have realized I had an intuition. It, it sounds even a little paradoxical, but you'll know what I mean. Just seize the opportunity the moment you realized you ignored your intuition. Go back and figure out how it came in. Did you see something? Did you get a flash of something? Some people do talk about that. And and again, intuitive hits tend to be quick. I've also had cases where they are uh, persistent very persistent. Uh, there's one, oh, I'll share it with you. Why not? I, I've talked about this before. In fact, I talked about this with uh, Sonia Choquette. Some call her the queen of intuition, your sixth sense. This is a story that I told her. I'll never forget it. It's probably 
goes back about three years at this point. My husband and I <laughs> notice how all of this has to do with food. My husband and I were on our way to uh, one of our favorite Japanese restaurants, and uh, we were celebrating something. And uh, I can't recall what it was, but we typically go there when we're celebrating something. So I broached the question, hey, do you want to go to whatever the name of the Japanese restaurant is? Oh, yes, he said. Guys, interestingly, as we're having this conversation, I heard a voice in my head say, the restaurant is closed. I'm going to rush to this story. If you want to listen to it, you can go back to my uh, Sonia show, Cat. I've done a couple of interviews with her and I go into excruciating detail about it. And she has some great things to say. But the bottom line is, uh, and this is a case where the uh, the message was persistent. It wasn't fleeting in this case. It was persistent. It, it was, it was still somewhat, uh, I don't know what, I, I don't even think I would call it subtle. It would subtle in that it wasn't an audit. It wasn't audible to my physical ear, but it was persistent. And yet I ignored it. Well, you can guess what happened. I'm talking, I heard this two, three times. The restaurant is closed. We go to the restaurant. I remember I was driving this particular day. As we're approaching the parking lot, I heard it again. The restaurant is closed. Well, you know what happened. Drive up to the, the back entrance of the restaurant. And there's this big fat sign on the door that says restaurant closed for renovations. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because it is a teacher. And guess what? When I compare notes between the Japanese restaurant and the Clams Casino, I see correlations other than the fact that it's all about food for me. <laughs> uh, but there were, in all seriousness, correlations. The, the some Some features were similar and some were different, but the key is auditory. It came through that channel. All right, I'm going to stop there because I want you guys to go get to work and and let me know. I think it's so cool. Are you auditory, visual, or kinesthetic or a little, all three? Either way, if you can nail it, I really think your intuition is going to start to work for you or better yet, you're going to start to communicate with it and act on it more. So please do. We need all the help we can get these days, don't we? It's time to start putting the intuition in the driver's seat, my friends. Okay. That's it for today. I will see you soon. Have a great show coming up. Diane Biscoff, motivational speaker. She also has some great stories to tell. A dear friend of mine will be on our show next. I believe that's next Wednesday. We are in the first week of April. The show will air the second week of April. So stay tuned for that. Okay, signing off for now. Happy intuition, everyone. Take care.